another day. All right, let's ride. No playing this ride podcast. I am blackout. I'm the one who runs this, conducts this, however you want to call it, by myself. Like I said before, episode number 57. Today is November the 25th, 2018, a few days removed from the Thanksgiving holiday. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. I did, and then I did not. It was really good. I went and ate with some people, some uh, family friends out in Irvine, had a great meal, hung out with a bunch of black people which i don't get to do too often it was great to be around my own people not to exclude anybody but hey when you're by yourself you're by yourself had a great time long drive back to chula vista but i enjoyed it and then i got some really bad news um the following morning i'll talk to you guys a little bit about that the things that happened in alabama um the thing that happened off the once off the coast of india some political stuff and then a little bit of music not a lot of stuff but I'm not going to lie, it's mostly bad, but that's just what's going on this week. I can't help what the news gives me to give back to you. So let me go ahead and jump into it with a positive. Mr. Papadopoulos will order to go to jail Monday. Papadopoulos will be in jail on Monday. Now, that may not be a good thing to you, but for me, it's good to see somebody who was involved in something illegal pay for what, pay for what they did. Because a lot of times people in those positions, the suits as we call them, they don't get punishment, they get a slap on the wrist, and then they're boom, they out. So from somebody down here sitting well, in my position, it's good to see some sort of justice actually take place. Now, I believe that this guy's being locked up for some shit he did for somebody else. At the end of the day, he knew better. He had a certain level of education where he should have known not to do dumb shit like that. And unfortunately for him, he paid for it. We'll see what Robert Mueller's going to do or how he does getting the rest of those guys. But I think um, there will be a lot more people that will end up going to jail, whether it be after 45's time or during. But I think this is like the tip of the iceberg. Keeping with 45, um, apparently the incoming Mexican government denies supporting Trump. Uh, his plan for asylum seekers stands south of the border. Apparently, that's not going to happen. Not from their end. I just saw something on Twitter. There was a video of people rushing towards the border here in San Ysidro, close to where I live. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how they're going to control it or contain it other than not letting people in. We'll see what the fallout is going to be in the next couple of weeks. And this is why I say the things I say about this cat that I do, because his personality and the things he says makes it hard for people who don't want to deal with them. And you can write all these books about the art of the deal and all this other fuck shit. But when you're going out your way to piss that many people off on an international level, it's going to be much harder for people to work with you. You have to realize that you're not the only person in the room with a big ego. These guys all run countries themselves. And they all got to do what they got to do at the crib. So nobody wants to look weak. And they're definitely not into letting you punk them on the world stage. Especially when you paint yourself as a buffoon with the shit you do. And that's why I always say I don't like him because he's a dick. His policies 
or his policies because of where he's aligned himself. But just because of the way he acts and the way he conducts himself, I do not like him as a man or respect him as a person. The office I'll always respect, but the way he conducts himself, I do not. And I think this is a direct result of the way he's conducting himself because I'm going to be honest. I think if you're in a situation where you're a border nation and people are coming through your country to get to another border nation, you should do something about that. I'm not opposed to that. I don't think you should let your problems spill over here. That is an issue I have. But at the same time, when you're the, at the head of a country, you're not making it easy for people wanting to work with you if you're going around being a gigantic jackass to everybody. That's the responsibility you have to the nation to be able to negotiate on the world stage. And this is the same shit they clowned Obama for, calling him a pussy on national fucking TV, saying that he's going on an apology tour. No, he was trying to be diplomatic and make sure shit got done and go and create relationships and fucking network. As you would think somebody from the financial realm would do. But what is becoming more apparent to me is that you're not great at networking. You're good at doing backroom deals to fuck other people over. And that's the... That's what you see. That's the fallout you see around this guy. People getting fired. People going to fucking jail. I think I heard a rumor about them uh, apparently replacing um, General Kelly. So who knows what's going to happen with this guy. But this is just another fucking failure on his part. Um, and like I said, I'm in an emotional state. I'm not going to front. I lost somebody. So this, this is going to be rough for me to get through. But I'm going to do what I can to, to push this out. Um, another fucked up news there's a black man killed in alabama shooting there's a black man killed in alabama i guess it was a black friday mall shooting and um he was seen as the gunman he did have a firearm on him apparently he was licensed to carry it and um the police got there black man with a gun they shot him in the face and killed him that's where we at right now in a in a fucked up twist his father actually worked as a probation officer for a number of years and said that his son actually knew people inside the department. Now, I don't know all the ins and outs, but this uh, this is tragic. There's no other way for me to paint this as a tragedy. This man who, for whatever reason, didn't get through basic training, was trying to join the Army, was back at home participating in some Black Friday shopping, hoping he wasn't, get, hopefully he wasn't involved in any type of shenanigans or whatever, but he ends up getting shot in the face by the police in the case of mistaken identity. At this point, the gunman is still at large, and they are yet to release his um, description. It says a lot, and this happened down in Hoover, Alabama. And uh, I don't know, it's just it's a bad combination of things. You got the location, you got the individuals involved, and it, it it's always going to look bad, especially when it's anywhere in the South, especially Alabama, Mississippi, somewhere like that that's assumed to be racist, that has a very racist history. And I know people there are living together, intermingling, all that shit. I know it has improved. I cannot speak to which degree because I'm not there, but I've heard from the improvement from people I know from there. But it's sad because I feel like it, set that, it sets that state and it sets the country back even further because I haven't even decided to dig into the comments like I normally do. And I'll see for myself when this story goes up. I know it's up on Facebook and everywhere else, but I wasn't ready to deal with that shit because of my own personal stuff. But just to to see how divided the country is 
is crazy. It it is utterly ridiculous to in the in the midst of a tragedy. You know what I mean? I I can guarantee you there's gonna be somebody in there with something negative to say. I can guarantee goddamn it. And uh, just to prove my point, unrelated. I just happened to think about this. There's a woman who was elected to the Senate, and um, she wears a hijab, and they were talking about changing the rule in it so she can wear it because the rule is you're supposed to be uncovered. And then just people in the comments were like, yo, it's not a big deal, let her rock it. There's people in there who, who had on yarmulkes and all that. But then there's a big contention of people like she knew what she was doing when she ran, but it's like, damn, bro. Like she can't even rock her religious garb in the... In there, y'all, y'all that mad that she won? It's like she won. Give it up. She, she, she did it legally. She got in there. Let her wear her fucking hijab. She's not gonna hurt anybody. It's not gonna fuck with nobody's in their day to day life. Some things you just gotta let go. It's not worth your energy getting mad about it. She didn't do anything. She didn't blow anybody up. Like, let the woman do her job in peace and let her respect her religion. Um, and I'm um, speaking of religion. Um, there's a missionary job. There's a, a young man, a young American missionary, John Chow, got full of himself and decided he wanted to go convert a whole island of people off the coast of India. I believe they're called the Sintalese. I think that's what they're, as a, what they're referred to. But he decided he wanted to go out there illegally, might I add, and go convert the people at this island. Now, these are people that do not have contact with the outside world. They are, they live an indigenous lifestyle. They maintain their way of life. They don't fuck with nobody. Nobody fucks with them. And the Indian government has it so that they can maintain what they do and go on about their daily lives. They leave them alone. But this individual, I guess he was filled with the power of the spirit and decided he wanted to defy that law and go out there and do what the hell he wanted to do. Now, what happened was, he went out there and he got his ass killed. They killed this man with bows and arrows because he's an outsider to a closed society going somewhere where he's not supposed to be. And I was reading this article, I think it's called, it's called uh, Patheos, it's on patheos.com, is why I snatched it off of Facebook. And they were talking about how they, how they look at it as self-defense. Because of all the, the Christian, there's a Christian group coming out saying they want the people of the island punished. And that this man was going there with love for these people in their heart, in his heart or whatever, trying to convert them to the ways of Christianity. And that's one of my issues I have with religion right there. Leave people alone. If they want to walk under the veil of Christianity, they'll come to you, they'll find it on their own, they'll ask you questions. But these are people that are away from all of that. Let them live their way of life. They've been doing it for umpteen years. They don't need you going there bringing them a Bible so they, so that they can live the way you feel like they should live. It's fine. Let them be. And I, I really don't understand this. And I've, I've seen it before. Like, I've been overseas and I see it as a an end for other things that I won't discuss here. And it kind of makes me mad. But it's like, you, you see how people use religion to gain a foothold. You think that um, people would know by now that that's not the way to go about things. There's a certain arrogance that goes along with being um, somebody that's deep into religion 
and that gets, um, like I said, full of the spirit, especially with Christians in, in America. I'm going to be 100% honest. There's a certain arrogance that goes with being a Christian in the United States of America. It's the most popular religion in the country, and it's supposed to be what we're founded on. But when people get into that Bible and they start thinking they're holier than thou, it, it tends to take them other places. And that's what I'm going to say happened to this guy. Because I don't see what else that could be to where you feel like you can go hop your ass in the boat and go to an island to go see people that don't even fucking speak English, that have no contact with the outside world, and you with your Bible and your gifts is going to convert this whole island to fucking Christianity. I don't know what you were thinking. I don't know why you didn't pray to your Lord and figure this out and talk with him before you did what you did because that was fucking stupid. And I don't mean to speak ill of the dead, but I don't know what he expected to happen or how he, he must have been so hypnotized by his, his faith that he felt like it would carry him over there and he would carry out this this missionary trip by himself and and uh and then converting all these people. That's a pipe dream, bro. Not gonna happen. First of all, how are you gonna break the language barrier? Maybe you spoke whatever language they spoke, cool. But are you gonna get them to read the Bible? Like I don't know what he thought was gonna happen and he I mean, it's a damn shame he died, but it's like you put yourself in that situation one hundred percent. They didn't come to you, you came to them trying to improve somebody else's life the way you wanted to, you lost your life the way they wanted you to because your ass shouldn't have been there. And now these groups want them to be punished. No, punish yourself. Punish the people who do things illegally in the name of Christianity. That's what you should focus on because that was some bullshit. And when I was reading the article, they brought up a good point. They, like, they look at it as self-defense because it's like these people don't get vaccinated. So you go in there, you could fucking sneeze and potentially start a whole epidemic wiping out the whole population. So you taking your ass over there with your book and your trinkets, thinking you're going to get these native savages to fall in line with the with the word of Christianity, you could have potentially wiped out everybody there just by you being there. I guarantee you he didn't think about that. I guarantee you he wasn't going over there with a goddamn cooler full of vaccines trying to hit trying to hook these folks up. But that that's what we live at, man. You can do anything crazy almost under the name of Christianity. And people will, will give you a, well, he didn't mean it. Nah, he went over there full of that shit and he paid for it, unfortunately for him. Well, like I said, it is what it is, man. Um, in, in some international news, Ukraine and Russia are getting into it at sea. They're out there clashing. Ukraine is saying that Russians fired on two of their vessels off the coast of Crimea. And it has something to do with the strait over there. I forgot the name. I don't want to look it up because my mind ain't right. But, like, the shit is getting real. And I just wonder how this is going to affect us in the U.S. But shit is definitely getting real over there in Russia. And, and I wonder, are they going to reach out to us? Are we going to be expected to act? Because if they're firing on fucking Ukrainian ships... U.S. naval vessels, I mean, you got to be on high alert if you're floating around in that area. I'm just saying, it only makes sense. But that's um, that's a little bit of international news for you guys, man. And um, some somewhat local news in uh, my esteemed hometown of Jacksonville, Florida. 
some of my classmates decided to um, to embark on efforts to provide cannabis to the people of Jacksonville, Florida. To be the Robin Hoods of uh, Jacksonville and bring that good California, that Cali bud to uh, Jacksonville, Florida, because they're great people. And I'm and I'm I'm being sarcastic right now, but that's the way it's been painted by. I would say mutual acquaintances, mutual classmates we had from back in the day. Now, and I'm keeping it a buck. Like, that shit bothered me seeing people be like they weren't doing nothing wrong. But let me just paint the scenario for you. I get off of work, I look at Facebook, and I see Operation going back to California. And in this mugshot, I see at least three people I know. Three guys all in their 30s, three girls in their mid-20s. That tells me something right there. The level of maturity of the gentlemen involved in this is fucking low. Because if you're in your 30s and you're dating a girl 10 years younger than you and you are involved in something like this, that shows a severe, in my brain, that shows a severe lack of maturity because you couldn't be with nobody else in your age bracket doing stupid shit like you was doing. And because I know these people, I'm going to speak candidly about it. There's, there's, a, certain, there's a certain etiquette that you got to have. I think when you're involved in this, things like this. Everybody ain't built for everything. Just because you're smart, you feel like you can make shit work, I believe you got to leave certain things alone. If you ain't from the streets, don't go dip your toe in the streets when you're in your goddamn 30s. You look like an idiot. Like, selling weed to me is high school shit unless you're doing it at a major level, which they were attempting to do, and you're majorly connected to the underworld, which I don't think they were. Now, I have not looked into this anymore because it pissed me off just hearing other people talk about it and trying to downplay the significance of this. But I'm going to go ahead and break down what was happening. One of the guys was flying back and forth from Jacksonville, Florida to Sacramento, California. He was going to Sacramento, buying the weed, and then shipping the shit back to California and selling it by the pound. Now, the individual doing this was already on, for, on fucking probation for marijuana de delivery. Yet this individual thought it was a smart idea to fly back and forth. Like, that would not put anybody else on the radar. So when he touched down in Sacramento and started buying shit, the detectives there immediately alerted the detectives in fucking um, Jacksonville, Florida. And I don't know if people don't watch TV. Maybe you're too deep in the air quotes trenches to be watching TV. But I don't know if they've never seen, like, a law and order where if there's a crime that happens or if it, something's triggered, they call somebody at a different precinct across the country or within the same state or area or whatever. I don't know if they've never seen an episode of The Fucking Wire where they're listening to you when they suspect you of doing dumb shit because that's exactly the type of person that will lead to a huge distribution network. The person that's already been caught and is still doing it. That means you haven't learned your lesson. And you travel across country no less. To do what you're doing. Stupid in my brain. But then you take it back and sell it by the pound. In Jacksonville, Florida. And people say, oh, they're not, they're not hurting nobody. No, they're not hurting nobody. But they are breaking the law. They caught these motherfuckers with 500 pounds of weed. Across state lines. You're fucking up. I'm not going to sugarcoat the shit, especially for the two motherfuckers that went to college and the other one who's the son of a cop. Like, I can't look at this no other way. Like, you are fucking up. You are not contributing 
to our community, you are taking away from. And I'm not saying that weed is bad. I'm just saying that what you did is bad. It's dumb. You involved other people and whoever was the mastermind behind this shit, whatever. Like you involved other people and, and your and your life is going to be greatly affected by this, as is those of your families and everybody else involved. You look crazy. And I, I understand that these are these are good now, these are good people. They're good people that made a fucking mistake. I believe that 100%, but I'm not going to sit here and, and say that it's not dumb because I know them and I got love for them. No, that's exactly why I'm saying it's stupid because if you ask me, I feel like they're telling themselves the exact same thing while they're sitting in fucking jail. Like, why did I do this dumb shit? How did I let this motherfucker get me into this? Why did I think this was a good idea? How come nobody stopped me? Where are my real friends at? Because that's my issue. Before you get out there and jump out the window and be like, free whoever committed whatever crime, where were you before they did it? Did you stop them? Did you tell them, hey, slow down? Hey, you shouldn't do that. Hey, you might want to rethink what you're doing. Or were you there with them reaping the benefits? Or were you there with them egging them on, encouraging them to do this shit? So before you say free whoever, think about the role you played in this. Were you a customer? Did you encourage them? Did you try to stop them? If not, you got to shut the fuck up because you ain't going to do that time for them. And you probably most definitely ain't going to put no, no money on their goddamn books. So why are you saying free them? If you ain't down there putting money in their books and going to visit, be quiet. Be quiet. And, and that's just real. You can, that's why I said you can see the level of maturity in the people involved. Like, you got three guys in their 30s, three girls in their mid-20s. It's like, yeah, that's why shit like that happens. Because no woman in her 30s is going to be a part. No real woman with any goddamn sense in her 30s is going to be a part of some dumb shit like that. That's niggas living out a high school dream. And yeah, I fucking said it. I deal with the consequences, if any, when I get back to the crib. I ain't running from shit. Y'all know me. I know y'all. It's all good. Um, I think that might have been it. Oh, yeah, speaking of other stupid shit. Um, I don't want to be the guy, but I'm going to be the guy to say I fucking told you so. And um, this is my music news, so guess what I'm talking about? Takashi 69. And I know I'm late on this, but this broke after I did whatever podcast last week. So this man was arrested on federal racketeering and firearm charges. And the shortest sentence he can receive is possibly 32 years. And he was recently moved from a, the detention center he was at to a different spot due to threats on his life. Now, when I say what I say, yeah, hey, you move in a certain type of way, they, they say I'm fucking wrong. This man was recently on The Breakfast Club talking about how you found out he was getting robbed for ridiculous amounts of money from the people he was supposed to be rocking with. And he fired everybody. Then he got arrested. Now there's threats on his life. If you think about all the things this kid said, all the all the, the trolling and all the shit that he's done, fuck with people's baby mamas and shit, it's like, this is what happens, bro. This is what happens when you do shit like that and people don't want to fuck with you. People no longer care about your well-being. They're going to try to hurt you in some way. And even though, lucky for him, he didn't get shot, there's been threats on his life already. Now they're coming for something that you can't really protect yourself at. When they come for that money and when they come for your time, boy. And this got to the level where it's not the street shit. You pissed off the fucking feds. And now they on your ass. 
and it might have kept you from getting killed. Because the shit you threatened with, like, not threatened, th the shit you're accused of is like arranging robberies and shootings under the umbrella of the non-trade bloods. And that's why I always say about that gang shit, like I said in, um, when I was talking about the gangs in Jacksonville, Florida, or the, I guess the, the blood gang in Jacksonville, Florida, this is, what type, this is what type of energy that shit brings. People get enamored with new shit. And when they hear about this new gang lifestyle, they want to do it to the fullest to let everybody know, hey, I'm rocking with whatever gang. And then they do dumb shit under the banner of that gang because they feel emboldened and empowered and brazen. And I'm not shitting on gang life. That shit is in California. It's, it's a part of the culture here. It's a part of the history. Okay, cool. I got no issue with that. I'm very, very interested in gang lifestyle, but not enough to where I'm going to go start it somewhere else where it don't match, it don't mix. Like, New York City having gangs is fucking ridiculous. It's terrible. It's people on top of people on top of people on top of people. California shit's a little bit more spread out. That's just my opinion on it. But because of this kid's involvement in this gang or whatever, this is what he's dealing with. Had he just been like a, a regular act and got on with the record label and did his thing, probably wouldn't have to worry about that. He may not be as hot, but he'd be free, and he wouldn't have this many people fucking with him. Because the kid has a big personality. He draws people in, but you got to change your ways, and now it's probably too late. His name's been brought up in multiple incidents. This individual was also on probation. And enough for you to fuck around, fuck around and get the feds. And it should have made sense to me when he kept getting probation and they kept letting them go. That's what the fans do. They let you build that case. Like, yeah, let them, let them go out there. We can get them when we want, but we want to really build the case. We want to really build this case. And I think that's exactly what happened to Mr. Daniel Hernandez. But it be like that. It be like that. It be like that. All right, and uh, sporting news. Florida State Seminoles. Ended the season five and six with a loss to the Gators. A blowout loss, and now it's time to rebuild. I don't know what they're going to do as far as the coaching staff. I know Willie's not going nowhere. I don't really want him to go nowhere. I'm just interested to see what this offseason brings. Because if they get this shit together, like I hope they do, like I believe they can do, it could be a good season for the Noles next go-around. He'll have a whole year, a whole offseason that he didn't have Last year, last year, he kind of had to jump in and, and implement this, uh, the system pretty quickly. Now he's going to have a whole off-season from year to year to do it, and uh, we'll see how it turns out. But um, one time for the guys that were seniors and graduated, sorry you guys had to go out on that note. Hopefully you guys end up in the draft or doing whatever you want to do after your college career is over with. But that's where we're at now, man. Uh. Florida State fans, go get my motherfucking belt. Also attached to that is uh, there was a meme of um, Willie Taggart being lynched, put on. I don't know if it was a Facebook site, one of the fan group, the fan pages, or one of the Facebook groups, but they apparently put up a meme of of Willie Taggart being lynched. And I'm just like, man, this, you see, it, it takes nothing for somebody to result to that. It takes nothing. It's a goddamn football game. You want the man lynched, giving the man death threats and shit? 
It takes nothing for fucked up shit to happen to black people in prominent situations, in prominent positions. That's why I say this country is severely divided still, because I really believe and I've experienced that people do not like having black people in charge. Certain people, certain white people do not like having black people be in charge of them. It's only from things that I've witnessed myself. I've seen how they've had different people in leadership positions and they've treated or referred to the black person one way and the white person another way. It's fucking crazy. And I'm just going to say it's not all. It's definitely not all. But there is some people definitely that fit that demographic and it's a fucking shame. But it is what it is. Also, man, um, guys, please forgive me for this, but I'm just, I'm off my shit. But 1-800-273-8255, Suicide Awareness Hotline. If you guys are going through anything, man, please talk to somebody. Please talk to somebody. I know for me, I'm not going through anything right now. I feel like I'm fine other than me dealing with the loss I had. But um, please talk to somebody. You don't have to be alone. I know it sounds cheesy when you're going through some shit. But if you can, get treatment. Speak to someone. Let somebody know you're going through some shit. I know me saying this isn't really going to help your situation at all if you don't act on it. But if you got to contact me, I give you my email all the time. I got my phone number on my Instagram page, blackout904. That's B-L-X-K-C-K-O-U-T-904, blackout904. My phone number's on there. So if you really want to call me and get in contact with me because you fucked up, please do that. You can email me, ask me for my phone number. I'm on Twitter, noplayinthisride at gmail.com. On Twitter, noplay247, capital N, lowercase o, capital P-L-A-Y, noplay247. Please talk to somebody. Don't be out here fucked up if you don't have to be. There's somebody somewhere willing to help you. And if I can't help you, I will point you in the direction that you can get help. So please, please seek help because somebody somewhere loves you and we want to see you get through this and make it and enjoy your life. Like always, man, make your next day your best day. Please make sure you see your next day and the day after and the day after and the day after. Live your life to the fullest. Go outside, get some sun in your skin, smell flowers, drink water. Do whatever you got to do. Just stay here. Don't go nowhere. Stay around. Stick around. Somebody needs you. I guarantee it. Stick around. You're going to improve somebody else's life. You guys be easy. Love you. Thanks for listening. Please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Peace.